0: Hi, thank you for joining my podcast. This is Sandra Marie, and today we're going to talk about knowing yourself, and I'm going to give you three steps to understanding who you are. So as you sit at home and you ponder the circumstances and you think about opportunities, I just want you to think about some of these things that I'm going to bring forward in this podcast and for you to determine if you're operating in your natural self, in your authentic self, or if there's some things that you need to do to get uh, to the core of who you are. And I'm going to give you three simple steps that you can work with. When we talk about knowing ourselves, this is sort of a complicated but yet simple issue. It really talks about who we are at the core. Um, And sometimes people define us in negative ways, like, oh, you are so-and-so. But there's a way that God has defined us. He's given us all a blueprint on the inside of us, and and he's complemented that blueprint with gifts and talents. So when we talk about who we are, I'm talking about us who we are in terms of who God has called us to be, who we are on the inside of us. That means that we can identify that if we look internally. If we can identify those traits, those good traits, and sometimes they're bad traits, but God didn't put anything bad on the inside of us. He gave us all good, wonderful things. So we're going to help you. I'm going to help you to unwrap some of those gifts by thinking about simple things like when you were a child growing up what did you love to do i think a lot of times if you go back to seeing yourself as a child you can you can think back to that time when you were uninhibited you were free and what were the things that you were passionate about i've always been passionate about advocating for people arguing and and it's ironic that i eventually Went to law school and became a lawyer, became a trial lawyer. I've never not been an advocate, even if when I wasn't in the courtroom, when I'm not in the courtroom and I can't practice, I'm an advocate. I became an advocate for people in my community. I ran for office. I've always been in student government and student leadership in some capacity. And so I've always been an advocate for something. And back then I didn't know about core and purpose and all these wonderful things, but it was natural to me. And it still is to this very day, very natural to me to advocate for someone, even within my family setting. I'm an advocate. If someone wants something done, if if it's putting the family together, if it's getting things done, I'm naturally the person that the family is going to call on. Um, I'm naturally that person that's going to be the glue for everyone else to come to the table or bring a solution. It's just natural. It's like second nature. Um, I'm the boss of my family, <laughs> joking, but <with> true. <laughs> I'm a natural advocate. So so that's just, that's just the core of who I am. If you ask me to change and be something else, I may do it because there are secondary things that we're good at in life. You you know, I could start a cleaning company. I love to clean. That's not the heart of me. I just like, I like my personal environment clean, but that's not the heart of who I am. If you ask me to start a mining company because there's free gold in West Africa, I'm not going to pack my bags and travel to West Africa. It's just not who I am. Just like if you ask me to be a mega speaker on a stage of a million people, guaranteed, you won't find me on stage with you. But if you ask me to speak to a small group of people talking about issues that are relevant to me and to them. And I can touch those people. I can hug them. I can hear their stories. Oh yeah, I'm right there. Sign me up. That is who I am. And you don't have to shine a flashlight on me if you know me personally to know I've always been consistent in terms of who I am. I'm very confident that of who I am. And a lot of people have called me stubborn, and, and people who are confident can be seen as stubborn and immovable. But if you're certain as to who you are, I'm, there's there's a thing in me that I know, that I know, that I know, that God has given me an assignment to be, to do these things, it's very unlikely that you're going to be able to convince me to go over here and do something else. I may do it out of loyalty, I may do it out of duty, but it's not me. Uh, but if you wake me up at 3 a.m. and you have a question or you need me, I'm that person. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to pay attention to you and I'm going to serve you and I'm going to advocate for you at that time. That's 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 what excites me. So one of the things that I want you to think about in terms of identifying and understanding you, who you are, if you're uncertain, is identify your behavior pattern. Again, I said earlier That I've always been in student government. I've always been advocating for people in my public life. And I've always been the person that the family comes to who says, oh, let Sandra get it done. And you can see that pattern. It's not something that was announced. It's it's just a consistent pattern of behavior that others have seen in me and I've recognized within myself. So one is really identify your pattern of behavior. And I'm not talking about your negative behavior. I'm talking about your pattern of good behavior. What drives you? I don't care if you've been to prison, I don't care if you've been a pastor, I don't care what level you've achieved in life. Really think about what pattern of behavior, Um, what, what pattern of behavior is consistent with you as a person. Um, going from childhood to now, what can you see is your pattern of behavior. Then the second thing is, what what are you passionate about? I'm passionate about being an advocate. I'm very passionate about advocating for people. If you want to wake me up and tell me, um, here's some people that need your help, I'm going to be there. I'm going to talk to them individually. I'm passionate. I am passionate about people. that's what excites me, and the more or less fortunate the people are, the more excited I get. I'm not necessarily going to be passionate about the c e o of Delta having an issue. I'm probably going to think about how I can make some money from that, but I'm not necessarily going to be very passionate about meeting the c e o of Delta and advocating for him for his pay raise. I'm really just that doesn't do that doesn't get me excited but if grandma is looking for her pension and somebody is messing with her and that that's going to give me a little bit of excitement right um it, it that's going to get me somewhere like oh yeah let's let's help grandma be able to put food on her table that's what drives me and every one of us have that that trigger there's something in life that makes us passionate that we're passionate about and, and and it might have gotten you in trouble before it might be why you you might have gone to prison or you might have failed at something because you didn't understand how to harness that passion and so you have to decide what is it that I'm passionate about what 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 is that one thing that I've consistently throughout my life been passionate about and identify that thing and lastly what hurts you um uh, what hurts you what what makes you grieve uh Injustice makes me grieve. um I remember not being able to practice and and seeing people go through crisis and injustice and that was that's been the worst thing for me, not being able to advocate for people, not being able to fly into a courtroom and just be an advocate for people and defend people's rights um It's just something that that bothers me to my core when I'm not able to help people who are in, in need. And and I, and I identify people in need as not necessarily being people who are right. It's just people who are, they've gotten themselves in a position where they can't get out of it or they're not getting justice. And man, that, that gets me to my core when I can't help someone. Um or advocates for someone, and I see just people hurting, oh, it drives me crazy, so I am an advocate, and it hurts me when I can't advocate for someone and again, you have to identify that thing that hurts you um and for for different people, it's different things um but but being able to to identify what hurts you and you know it makes you grieve, and you can't rest until you get this thing done is one of the triggers, I believe, is going to help you to identify who you are. So let's recap a little bit. In understanding who you are, you've got to look at your behavior pattern. What are the things that I do? Not to judge yourself, not to be critical, because again, we're talking about good things. What are the positive things that you do? What is your positive behavior pattern? And maybe look at some of the negative things, because sometimes the negative ones are misjudged and misaligned. So what are some of the things that you keep... Bumping your head into that you keep getting frustrated about, but you have a behavior pattern that's unique to you, and you can assess it. But don't assess it on the negative timeline. Assess it on a positive timeline because even some negative things are are indicators to you that you have something there that's not being used um, the proper way. So you got to look at it, and then we're gonna look at. What are you passionate about? We're all passionate about something. We are all passionate about something because again, we all have a blueprint, and we all have some gifts and talents. And we're not using them appropriately. It's you're gonna feel like we're we're missing out. We're we're missing something. But we all get this trigger when something happens that, wow, that that really inspires me, or you know, I like writing poetry, or I, you know, there are people who are really passionate about certain things. My son loves to write. He's very passionate about words. And if you get to know him, he's just very passionate about words. And sometimes I'm like, just write it. And But he's very, very passionate about words. He was an English major. He writes these great novels and then he gets caught up in like, they're not perfect. He's very passionate about words. Can I get my son to be a lawyer? Maybe he could because there's some correlation between the the um the words and 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 being a good oratory so he orator so he's he's passionate about words and that may be but that may not be his primary passion it may be a secondary passion but we'll see there but you can't get my son not to be passionate about words. He's just he sees everything, and he's so like he picks things apart. And so that tells me that's an indicator for me that he this is where he's operating in this gifting. He's an English teacher, and that's this is what excites him. Um, and that's he's operating in, in his gift. And that may evolve. He may grow in it. He may it may it may become something different. But it the consistency is he has a passion for words. And and, um, he's very good at it. The last thing is, what hurts you? What hurts you? What makes you pain? Even if you can't do anything about it, what hurts you? But if you could do something about it, what would you do? What would you do to solve this problem? What would you do to solve this crisis? Um, Some of you are thinking right now, like, if I could just... Fix this, then people wouldn't be in this Corona crisis, or people wouldn't be in pain. They wouldn't be without medicine. They wouldn't be without healthcare. You know, there are people who are sitting around thinking like this, and that's what hurts you. And that's connected to the core and the passion and your gifting of who you are. Then the next thing you're gonna have to figure it is how to use those passion and how to use your gifting and to walk into your gifting. So I want you to tell me, engage me a little bit on this one. Engage me by sharing with me what are your thoughts on your passion? What are the things that 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 helps you to determine and decipher your gifting and the core of finding out and embracing the real you. So again, thank you share with me and um and this is really the first step in mastering your purpose. Um this is really the first step. So let me know if you believe you're walking in your purpose or if this is going to help you to get to that place of finding your purpose. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Thank you for joining me, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless.